Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. You can do it. Are you back into it? Uh. That's all offbeat. <laughs> do it now. Do it good. That's two different songs. <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> Did you see that meme? Um, they have like freaking now that's what I call music, like a hundred something. <laughs> like whatever. And it says like nobody. Nobody at all. <laughs> Kids bop. <laughs> Do it now. Do it good. Pick those toys up like you should. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's Wednesday. Hey. Tumble on in here. We sure are. We're doing it. Now and (laughs) good. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. To your Wednesday helping of confessions of retail. All the tea. That was the sound. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, let's jump in. Oh, we're jumping. I got I got something for you. Oh yeah? So, um I sometimes deliver in busier areas, right? Right. Since I've made this like my full time gig on the weekends, I see a lot of a lot of interesting characters. Like I'll average about a hundred and fifty deliveries in three days. Ew. Yeah, it sounds gross, but it's it's not bad. <laughs> um, but so I had this lady, and she ordered a pizza. It was a Hawaiian. Which I'm not going to get into the pineapple politics of a pizza. You know okay? what? I fucking love pineapple on my okay. pizza. Okay. Well, she ordered a classic Hawaiian, right? Ham and pineapple. Uh-huh. And then commented in her order for me, the driver, not the person preparing the food, to add salami to her pizza. Well, what? You can't so, do that. I can't do that. I can't do shit about that. So I messaged her and I was like, hey, I am just the food deliverer i do not prepare or customize your meals i don't even see your food i just verify the items are there and bring them to you she's like well i need this added and they're not answering their phone and i'm like okay i'm sorry i will try to call them myself she's like okay great so i call them and immediately they're like is this the order for blah 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 and i'm like yeah it is you heard from her lately? <laughs> <laughs> the lady on the phone is like, yeah, we have. <laughs> so apparently they were answering their phone. They they got six calls from this lady. She really wanted some salami she on her She placed the order, right? I had it up on my phone. The pickup was 10 minutes out from the current time, which means that they were still preparing it. And... In the two minutes that it had taken me to contact them, they had already gotten six calls from her (laughs) in two fucking minutes. (laughs) Two minutes, Amy. So they're like, we're making sure the salami's on there. I'm like, okay, great. So I text her that. I'm like, hey, I talked to the merchant. They're going to make sure your pizza's just how you want it. And she goes, make sure these sauces are on there too. Now, this, hold on. 
this is where I'm bringing the pineapple politics into the equation, okay? First off, I don't give a fuck. Have pineapple on your pizza. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what I can't handle is pineapple plus ham plus salami plus barbecue plus ranch plus buffalo sauce. Oh, no. Dude, I have a carry-on pizza bag, right? Yeah. And um, so my pizza bag is like a Papa John's one. It can fit five extra large pizzas in one bag. Holy shit. It's a big bag. Extra large pizzas. It's huge. Uh-huh. I'm speaking regular extra larges, not none of that not Chicago. Mad, not mad mushroom extra extra large. Yeah, those none of that. Those things are huge. Those things are huge. Or like Chicago, those deep style pizzas. Right, yeah. Dude, those extra larges, I'd need a whole suitcase for right? that. Um, so I get to the restaurant and the lady who I talked to over the phone, we make eye contact. We both know. <laughs> like she she's like, you here for blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, Good luck. <laughs> they have delivery drivers. I know. They choose if they ha- are backed up on orders, they can request us to be their stand-in delivery drivers, right? Uh-huh. So I was a, a stand-in delivery driver, but they weren't busy at all. They just don't fucking like this lady. Right. They have history with this lady. Oh. I go and pick up the pizza, and I load it into my car, and this lady's house isn't far, right? It's like six minutes away. <laughs> Maybe, maybe further than that. It was maybe like 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes away. So the whole time I'm driving, my fucking car is just smelling more and more rancid. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? What the fuck is this combination? I mean, I can understand like ranch and buffalo, but with the barbecue, it smelled like hot vomit pizza in my car. It was so nasty. It was so gross. (laughs) So I finally get there and the lady is like, oh, thank you so much for my pizza. You're such a good delivery driver. And I'm like, are you the woman who called? She goes, oh, no, that was my sister. She had my phone this whole time and she is in such a mood. I'm like, is she now? (laughs) That's interesting. That was my sister, not me. It wasn't me. I would never be shitty to people, (laughs) ever. I don't have split personalities. (laughs) Dude. I was like, really? She fucking calls um, the pizza place and DoorDash to complain about me after the fact what? too i know i'm just like there's just no pleasing people like you but no. it wasn't you right it was your sister right my sister who's in a mood Bitch, <laughs> i think you are the sister in a mood the <laughs> fuck you mean like <laughs> she was ridiculous yes she's like thank you so much for driving over to me it means the world i'm like this bitch <laughs> this bitch <laughs> But yeah, it's um, fun. Do you have any work related <laughs> to you over the week? Um, so there's this couple that comes in. Um, they, the girl is got a cast on her foot, so she's in a wheelchair, and her boyfriend pushes her around, or she wheels herself around, you know. Mm-hmm. around the store she'll like wheel herself around but they walk up to the store he pushes her in and helps with the door and everything 
So the very first time that I ever met these people, they come in my store and they are just bitching at each other. <laughs> just yelling, talking shit to each other. And he was like, you're such a fucking bitch. Give me my fucking phone. And she was like, no, you don't get your phone. <laughs> and and he was like, I want my fucking phone. Who the fuck are What are you fucking doing? Give me my fucking He won't. He won't fucking stop talking about his phone he wants his phone and she won't give it to him so they're just like going through the store just yelling at each other over and over just just going on and on and on just yelling at each other for everything and finally she was like just shut the fuck up and take a picture with me and like they take a fucking selfie in the store (laughs) like as she's yelling at him (laughs) It was just like so weird. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what a crazy relationship that must be, you know? <laughs> and then um, this other lady, she comes in and I ring her up and she gives me her money and I'm going to give her her change and her change is $6.66. Oh, lordy. And we both just look at each other like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, if anything happens to me today, I'm coming for you. (laughs) And and I said, "Mm, you take your devil chain. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the other time we had a, a mutual coworker whose change was 666 and she goes, I can't break this change. You need to do it for me. <laughs> I was like, really, girl? <laughs> She's like, uh-uh, I ain't playing with the devil today. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So I gave her $6.65 instead. <laughs> I had another customer come in, and they also got changed for $6.66. And she was like, what if I give you a penny? And I was like, well, then I would still be giving it back to you. So... <laughs> she was like, no, ah, because if I give you a penny, then that means that you owe me $6.65. I said, no, if you give me a penny, I have to give you $6.67. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. It goes up, not down. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to keep the penny, I'll keep the penny. <laughs> but... This is the devil's penny, and it will go over here. <laughs> it's not even in the till. It's off to the side, sitting in a cup of holy water. I just happen to have some holy water. <laughs> so, yeah, a whole bunch of devil change for me, really. <laughs> Nothing super outrageous this week. So, are we moving on to in the news? It's in the news time. News. Well, hot diggity dog. <laughs> we all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. All right. What you got, girl? My article comes from thrillist.com my brother-in-law sent it to me i like when people send me their news articles it gives me less things to do 
You did my homework for me. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Anytime you guys find articles that you think you might want, uh, that we might want to read on, you can send them to us. Email them to us. Please do. <laughs> email to a, email them. Direct message us on the page. Whatevs. We like less work. <laughs> um. Okay. Five guys arrested for fighting inside a Five Guys. <laughs> You can't make this shit up. (laughs) A fist fight breaking out at any old burger joint probably wouldn't make national news. That is, unless it said throwdown were to involve five men and take place in a burger joint that literally describes them. (laughs) What we're trying to say is five guys were arrested for getting into a fight at a five guys. And, well, you deserve to know about it. (laughs) (laughs) The incident went down. Oh, and this is the best part. The incident went down on Wednesday at a Florida location. So five Florida guys. Yes. At a Florida five guys. <laughs> oh my god, it gets better. It's so much better. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's hot tea. <laughs> um. The incident, which went down on Wednesday at a Florida location of the popular burgers and fries chain likely would have gone unnoticed if the local police department hadn't posted a cheeky photo about it on Facebook. (laughs) It's a photo of the five guys, and it says, can you guess how many guys were arrested at this location on Wednesday? (laughs) Take a wild guess. (laughs) Points. (laughs) According to the SPD post, the authorities were dispatched to the restaurant after receiving a call about a fistfight. When they showed up, they discovered five guys, three juveniles, and two adults were involved in the kerfluffle. Yes, I love that word. (laughs) Sorry, not meaning to interrupt, but kerfluffle. Kerfluffle. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just say kerfluffle and Lexi will go, Yes. Every time. <laughs> yes. It's a fabulous word. Kerfluffle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. And Carry arrested on. them. They also had the forethought to document the fitting moment with a photo. The cause of the fight is unknown at this point, but the five guys were all charged <laughs> with a fray. Under Florida law, it means two or more people fighting in a public place and processed at the local jail. Thrillist by no means condones or encourages criminal acts of any kind, but if you're going to break the law as a group and earn a nickname, you could do a lot worse than the Five Guys Five. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Love it. Do you think it was about the fries? I would fight over some Five Guys fries. Five Guys burger and fries. (laughs) They're really good. Never order a large. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah don't do it although one time i was drunk as shit <laughs> and i was so happy that i ordered yeah because large. you're drunk drunk people love food i did love that food if it was a delivery driver bringing it i would have been happy too oh, man i used to work at um taco bell over on campus mm-hmm. and um one time i had to help out at like the one that i worked at was on campus but not on campus yeah 
<laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I did eventually. I one night they were short staffed, and so I needed to go help at the one that was on campus. <laughs> and it was that's the one I went to for the large. <laughs> it was lit, fam. <laughs> sure was. Well, there's a really, really, really busy few bars over there. It's yeah. on a campus, so. right? Exactly. It's all, that whole strip, right? Mm-hmm. And in that strip, there's an Arby's. Or I don't know if the Arby's is still there's there. An there's an Arby's. There's a Dairy Queen. A five Guys. Um, I don't Taco think Dairy Bell. Queen's there anymore. Subway. Subway's over there. And a Subway. Yeah. There's just like all of these restaurants there right with all of the bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember like ringing up some drunk people. It was like, I was still in high school at this point. I was not a college kid yet. <laughs> you saw the college kids. No, you're like, they were drunk. I was not even old enough to be in a bar <laughs> yet. <laughs> and they were just drunk and just falling all over the place. And these girls, you know how it is when you go clubbing. You got to wear the craziest like outfits. Mm-hmm. You got you to dress to the nines. got to wear them stilettos even if you can't walk in them. <laughs> Which by Sounding the- like one of the nurses <laughs> off a of silent hill. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You watch those videos on YouTube of the girls trying to walk in stilettos uh-huh. and they fucking can't. Oh my God, those are the best. If you guys haven't watched those videos, just go to YouTube right now. Pause it. We'll wait for you. We'll be we'll be here when you come back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, so, quick question. If you did go and look, which is your favorite? Do you like the pop and lock? Or I like the, the ones, clop, clop, clop. I like the ones where the feet buckle under. That's, like, that's, eh. that's the pop and lock. <laughs> when they buckle under, not out. Well, either way, <laughs> it doesn't matter which direction. That's, it's a pop and lock because you done. You going down. But uh, so I was ringing up these people. And then as I'm going to leave, this freaking girl is like trying to walk in her stilettos up to the restaurant. And she's walking across the street, right? Oh, no. And she is trashed. (laughs) (laughs) Trashed. And her stilettos, like, she does the pop and lock. Her stilettos fall, and she clunks in, and she's like, ah. And then she's just, like, yelling at this dude that's, like, somewhere else. She's like, I love you. Oh, my God, come back. I love you. And she's just, like, paying no fucking mind to the fact that she's in the middle of the fucking road. And there's cars coming. Oh, my God. So I'm like, come here, honey. Come come here. Like, like you're trying to, like, um, coax a cat from coming out from under the bed. A cat, you say? A cat. <laughs> From, yeah. You know, like, you're like, come here. Just come here. Come on. Come here, little one. <laughs> Speaking of cat. <laughs> My cat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, come here, honey. Come on. <laughs> she's like, I don't know you. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but please come out of the road. <laughs> you're like, honey, please don't die right now. I don't. I, I want to go home. I don't want to have to wait for the cops to come for me to give a statement. Let's just come just come out of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Fun times. What is your article? Mine is titled Tesco Employee Reveals 11 Things Staff Want to Tell You But They're Not Allowed. 
11 things you say. 11 things. All right. This is from The Mirror, UK. As well as stacking shelves, mopping up spillages, and working on the checkout, supermarket staff have to deal with customers who are rushing around at busy stores. While we would like to hope everyone is polite, kind, and understanding all the time, (laughs) we know this is usually not the case. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In fact, according to one former employee, people can be downright rude. Um, having spent many years working in a Tesco store, the member of staff has lifted the lid on the things they would love to say to shoppers, but they're just not allowed to. Some are funny and interesting, but others are really eye-opening. One, I know it's three minutes until we open, but I can't unlock the doors (laughs) just because you're standing there. Right? You're early. That's great. (laughs) But unfortunately, when we open at 7 a.m., that means 7 a.m. <laughs> I'm sorry if it's raining or you're cold, but looking at me with a face like thunder is not going to speed up the process. <laughs> Two, huffing and puffing in the queue won't make me go any quicker on the checkouts. I'm not deliberately going slow. It's just busy in here. Three, the dread of asking for someone's ID and then finding out that they're 30 anyway. Feel flattered. I'm asking you to prove you're old enough because that bottle of vodka is alcohol. Um, I'm <laughs> not doing it for fun. <laughs> Four, the Tesco fleeces are so incredibly comfortable. They aren't the most flattering items of clothing to wear, but they are amazingly warm in those chilly winter months. Hey, anything fleece is wonderful. Oh my gosh. Anything plush is like my weakness. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> I, I love fuzzy blankies, man. I have a whole collection. My fuzzy blankies. <laughs> Number five. The frustration of people gathering around you as you knock 30p off a pack of mints. Those yellow stickers are coming out and it's like shoppers can smell them from a mile away. <laughs> Six. The mindless game you play trying to squeeze another box of dolly mix on the shelf so you can finally get it out of the cage. I know those huge cages can get in the way, but getting the products off them is the real task. My lunch isn't a free Tesco meal deal, let me assure you. Mm -hmm. Going on lunch and finding yourself short of a few quid so you opt for that Tesco everyday value, thick sliced bread that your managers generously left in the staff room. Eight, that sigh you give when a customer pleads with you to knock some pennies off (laughs) the last box of 10 pack fish fingers has been opened it's probably just a damaged box but hey i'll knock 10 10 percent off to avoid to avoid the drama nine the 5p charge for a carrier bag is definitely not my fault and no rolling your eyes when a customer blames tesco for the 5p plastic bag charge i'm all for saving the planet but don't take it out on the messenger Ten. Clocking on to loyal customers' routines. That's right, Barbara. I see you doing the same weekly shop at 7 p.m. every Wednesday. I saw you last week and the week before that and the week before that, too. And number 11. I hate the self-service tills more than you. And impatiently waving your product in front of the scanner isn't going to make my life any easier. I hold the power to unlock these bad boys, and the red light flashing above you has already told me you need my help. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, just some pro tips. I know that might be in the UK, but 
we can definitely relate here. For sure. So yeah, that's my article. But uh, does that mean it's time to go to the back room? The back room, room, <laughs> room, room. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody grab your hand sanitizer. We're about to get dirty. It's about to get gross. For real though. Brace yourselves. The back room is coming. That's right, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> gross. gross. So, we know it's not until next week, but we decided we were gonna... It's a back room episode this week, and Valentine's Day is next week, so... Oh, yeah. We're getting it. We're getting dirty. We're giving you guys some Valentine's porn this week. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, sweet Valentine. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Ooh, was right. So, my first... Valentine's one is called the Valentine's Day Assacre. <laughs> it's a really fucked up title to choose. But <laughs> <laughs> so it says, uh, asses will never be the same. <laughs> yep. It's an Assacre. <laughs> I don't even want to read this. Get ready, guys. This is cringeworthy. These girls have their asses completely mobbed. In the film, where anal prohibition has long since passed. <laughs> anal prohibition. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, mine is, this butt's for you. <laughs> oh, is it? Freaks for cheeks. <laughs> Fuck it. Just look at the box cover and grab the lube. I don't need to explain. Britney's hard-bodied ass so firm you can bounce a quarter off of it. Plump, round, big ass. <laughs> you should see Amy's face right now, you guys. <laughs> She's really into this. <laughs> this plump, round, big ass. <laughs> Streetwalker Jamie convinces even jaded pornographers to take her moneymaker for a spin. <laughs> oh my god. And Missy Woods, Valentine's Day, is celebrated with a rooftop ass fuck. Nuff said. I mean, I can definitely agree. <laughs> Nuff said. <laughs> Plump, round, juicy ass. <laughs> Ridiculousness. That makes me think of uh, the song Fuck Shit Stack by Reggie Watts. <laughs> it's really good. If you guys haven't heard of him, check him out. <laughs> But back to the uh, back room. My second movie is an old one. It's titled Stupid Cupid. I'm going to read the synopsis <laughs> first, okay? Okay. It says, True love is perfect. Unfortunately, his aim isn't. <laughs> On a frantic mission to fill his quota, Cupid, a tad disgruntled, gets reckless and starts shooting his arrow at into any available target. <laughs> Like a train wreck in a trailer park, his misguided missiles of love cause a chain reaction of debauchery that turns everyone involved upside down and ass end up. Stupid Cupid. <laughs> so, this movie came out a while ago. I'm not going to give a year on it. <laughs> a long but time ago. I have a story for this one. <laughs> so, I haven't watched it, 
<laughs> I did not watch it. However, I did hear it. There's one night um, I was in high school. <laughs> and I heard it. Hold on. I was in high school and we had like gone out. There was a local bowling alley that did like uh cosmic bowling. Yes. Th- thank you. I was like blanking the word. They did cosmic bowling, which is where like bowling they would turn off in black lights. all the regular lights and everything's all neon and cool and we had fun. It was part of like this extracurricular trip for the photo kids. We had fun. It was awesome. So I get home and I have my friend. Wholesome fun. Wholesome. Totally PG fun. Okay. (laughs) So I had a friend staying the night with me, Amy. Oh, no. (laughs) She was one of my best friends. And I don't know if my mom just thought we were never going to come or if it was even her doing. I don't know. Because she was not home when I got home. But Skinamax was (laughs) definitely home when I got home and (laughs) on. And all I heard was what sounded like a dying fucking cow. Okay. All I hear is... Oh, hold on. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It's really hard to make this sound, okay? Oh, oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I go in to the room to see this chick. It's a fucking woman making the sound. <laughs> and she is fucking this like elephantitis dildo. Oh, shit. And that's the sound that she makes because of that. Ooh. And you know what? You know what? I've never forgotten that sound. (laughs) (laughs) It has been ingrained in my memory for over a decade now. And I'm just, I want to let it go. years later. It needs to go. (laughs) I'm so good on any of that stupid Cupid mess. (laughs) That's so funny because anytime I hear stupid Cupid, I immediately think of Mandy Moore. I don't think she was in this one. (laughs) not the same stupid cupid (laughs) Uh, uh, oh my god (laughs) it sounded like a dying cow it's funny like a really exhausted moo (laughs) (laughs) now you guys can all hear it forever too you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) oh my gosh so my second one, it doesn't have like a synopsis or anything, but it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it's called My Valentine's Rim Job. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's quite literally under the subject of girls rimming. <laughs> oh, well. Mm. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you want for Valentine's Day, Lexi? Not a rim job. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm sure. Like, if I had a check. <laughs> it is not that. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. All right. We're moving on to tea time. Tea time. Clink. Clink. Hey, Amy, what's your first story? 10K in damages over a 10 cent overcharge. Whoa. Okay. This happened a few years ago when I was working at a large upscale beauty supply. Wigs, weaves, etc. Our register was a bit old fashioned, so we had to punch in some items by hand. 
Usually not a big deal, but definitely left some room for human error. One day, a woman came in and my coworker pressed the wrong button and overcharged her 10 cents. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 My coworker instantly realized what happened and refunded her the money and gave her a few full-size free samples. But upon hearing that her refund would take a few days to process, the time the women flew into a fit. It's fucking ten cents. Ten cents, really? At this point, I, being the manager, come over and tried to smooth things over. I offered her ten cents directly from the register. She refused. She wanted the money in her account immediately. Mm. At this point, she was screaming loud enough. The entire store pretty much stopped operating. Every customer in the store was focused on the drama. Of course. (laughs) I mean, they're all getting their bibs out and their teacups and (laughs) they're ready. (laughs) Wow. The the customer wouldn't leave, wouldn't take a cash refund, and only wanted a direct deposit of 10 cents in her account immediately. Then the lady starts screaming about how Chinese people are all thieves. Whoa, lady, whoa. Whoa. What? I tell the lady, I was born in Virginia, and she responds by telling me I came on a boat. Oh my gosh, for real? At this point, I see no possible peaceful resolution, so I leave her with the assistant manager and head to the back to call the cops. While I'm in the back, I hear a sudden crashing sound, followed by gasps. I run back out to the front and see the woman has knocked over an entire cosmetics display, breaking most of the products and damaging the display shelf. What the fuck? Over 10 cents? While screaming, over 10 cents. What the fuck? She was dragged out of the store by the police and we ended up suing and winning for around $10,000 in damages. <laughs> I wonder if she was the accuser. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to help you, crash <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Over 10 cents, Lexi! What the fuck? I will she never understand that wild. Through a fucking huge ass fit causes damages over a fucking dime and then ends up having to pay ten thousand dollars you know what that's on you boo mm-hmm. that was karma <laughs> ten you say <laughs> well watch <Clicks> this. <laughs> <laughs> what's your first tea time story lexi <laughs> um mine is titled brownie points brownie points So, when this story occurred, I had just landed a promotion and was the supervisor for my department. Now, there is a caveat to that statement. I was the supervisor for a department that was at present without a manager. So, I was that fun, bad, I was at that fun, bad spot of dealing with all the manager stuff while being a supervisor. Fun times, right? (laughs) I mean, it's partly my own fault because I can't leave a problem unaddressed regardless of what my actual job is. Because of this, I got a lot more familiar with the operations manager as she was the next person in the order up from my non-existent manager. Now, you have to understand that this manager was considered to be, quote, a super bitch by the rest of the staff because she was super strict about policy and hours. 
I had never had any issue with her before this point, and no issue beyond getting a talking to every time I went over my hours for the week. Not a write-up, mind you, but an official notice that you had been talked to regarding hours and company policy. This may have been a means to have a paper trail in case they needed to fire someone, but in the three years I worked there, I was never aware of them firing anyone that wasn't a problem. Anyways, at the end of my first week as a supervisor, there had been an issue that I had to deal with, and because of it, I clocked an extra 40 minutes that week. She had that Sunday off, and I had that following Monday off, so the next day we both worked would be Tuesday. I knew I was going to get an, air quotes, official notice from her Tuesday, probably as soon as I clocked in. I wasn't looking forward to it. So Monday afternoon, I was chatting with the warehouse manager about it, and he mentioned that he knew I was a reliable worker, and I just had to kind of weather her notices about ours. But if I wanted to score some brownie points, her favorite drink was sugar-free Red Bull. I took the hint, and after work, I swung by the store and picked up a case of sugar-free Red Bull. I came in Monday morning, go right to her office. She's going over the hours report, making notes about overages. Perfect. I walk right up to her desk and proceed to plop the case of Red Bull, bribery, (laughs) on the desk right in front of her. She looks down at the case and looks up at me and says, what's that for? Well, I clocked in some overtime last week and I'm sure you're going to kick my butt about it, but I want to make sure you've got the energy to do it right. I respond. (laughs) She busts out laughing for like a solid minute and finally says, you're good. Just keep track of your hours, dude. (laughs) Some super bitch. (laughs) Right? You're good. (laughs) Thanks for the soda, though. Kind of like my brother saying that I'm a super bitch telling you. (laughs) He tried to friendship cock block us. (laughs) (laughs) He knew that we would be best friends. He knew it. Because we're the two best friends that anyone could ever have. Ah, shit. That's funny. All right, Amy, what's your second one? All right, my story. (laughs) Lady wanted to come into our kitchen so she could choose her options. My restaurant sells sandwiches, salads, wraps, soups, rice bowls, smoked meat and fish, a few other items, etc. You order at the counter, pay, and wait for said order either to go or eat in. We have been open for just under 11 years. About... Eight years ago, WFSS opened about a third of a mile away. About two months ago, they closed. How did we find this out? People coming in with WFSS coupons, both physical and digital, with the hope slash expectation slash anticipation of us accepting them. Yeah, no, we will not be taking those coupons. (laughs) Most people asking have the attitude of, oh, well, I tried. No harm, no foul. Either order from us or don't, and the world kept on spinning. Some seem to not quite grasp the concept of coupons. We have to explain to them how we would be losing money to honor these coupons. We do not price match. (laughs) We have no idea what the corporate number is to WFSS. No. We have no idea where the closest WFSS is. Yeah, we know if you use your car, if you use your smartphone, you'll know too. Now, on to a very special lady. <laughs> she came in Saturday afternoon. 
around 1.30. We were slammed. Had been slammed from 11.30 and were going to be slammed until about 3.30. Even had an extra person on from noon till 4. She approached the counter and gave our cashier two WFSS coupons, telling her she wished to use them. (laughs) Cashier tells her they cannot be used, but she can order from our menu. (laughs) Lady immediately gets angry, saying we have to accept them as the WFSS has gone out of business. Cashier tells her she can use the coupons at any other location for WFSS. And the lady (laughs) snaps. I know that, but they are too far away. One is about four miles north and the other is about five miles east. So not that far and not our problem. Cashier tells lady if she doesn't want anything we have to offer, she will need to move so other customers can be served. This is where the fun starts. (laughs) Lady says, well, what do you have? Oh. Cashier gives her a printed menu and points to our menu board behind her. Hey, (laughs) look at this. Jesters. (laughs) Lady starts asking about different flavors of bread that we do not have. Cheese selections WFSS has that we have never offered. Sauces that are specific to the other store that we don't have and the many toppings they have that we do not. Cashier tells her that our toppings are lettuce, tomato, onions, and pickles. No, we do not have pickled peppers, avocados, etc. All of this information is on our menu. You could just read it, you know. Lady is holding up the line, so cashier asks the next person in line what they want. Rings it up, and the person pays. Lady is still hemming and hawing, getting annoyed, and asking about a refund if she didn't like what we made. (laughs) Finally, she says, I want to place an order, but since you don't have anything presented in front of me, I want to go look in the back. What (laughs) the fuck? Hearing all of this BS, I stepped in front of her and told her, no, she will not be walking around in our kitchen. Bitch tried to push past me saying she has the right Um. to see for herself. What is going on her sandwich? No. (laughs) And this was the time where I asked her to leave. (laughs) Go find a WFSS and get what she so desperately had to have that she obviously would not be getting from us. She sputtered a bit and turned around and left. Tried to slam the door, couldn't, and finally walked off into the dry, dusty parking lot to search the earth for her perfect Sandwich experience. <laughs> you know, there's a place that does that in front of you if you want. It's called it's, Subway. It's called Subway, and they are sandwich artists. Hey, I was a sandwich artist. <laughs> I even had a button that said so. <laughs> it makes it legit, bros. <laughs> Good so grief. What? I know, right? You must let me in the kitchen. Uh, I'm going no, back there. The fuck, you cannot. You are not an employee. No restaurant, no store, nowhere is going to let a customer go in the back. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know where people get this all of a sudden assumption. I, uh. It's like an adult version of kids testing boundaries. <laughs> so stupid. All right. So my last story, tea time, is I saw it for two ninety nine. Did you? 
I work for a greeting card company, and I think we can all guess what that is. <laughs> so the other day, I was in a drugstore chain putting up the cards I haven't gotten to do... Uh, oh, I was uh, putting up the cards I haven't gotten to due to the holidays. So this associate walks up to me and asks me, please show me where these cards say two ninety nine because this lady is starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> so I show her and she calls the lady over. I recently put up the Valentine's Day cards because we have to have all drugstore chains converted before New Year's. So this year there are these special cards that are two ninety nine since most of the general cards are five and up. So there's a sign that I put up and I mistakenly missed the placement on the planogram and the lady believed that all the cards under the sign were two ninety nine. I showed the lady the cards that were exactly two ninety nine, and she was saying, "No, it's not. It's all two ninety nine." I tried to explain to her, "The sign is only for these cards," and she kept insisting it wasn't. She kept getting very rude, where she was making it seem like I was dumb, and it got to a point where she pushed my hand forcefully, where I was showing her the cards. I was gonna go off, but then thought that this was an old lady who was probably crazy in the head a little. So she said, are these cards $2.99 or not? So I told her, I've said no like five times. The small cards are $2.99 that have the price on the back. And I walked away inside with a Jesus Christ <laughs> and a relief. <laughs> <laughs> right? Holy shit. Oh my Fuck. god. Look, I remember uh when I first started at the store, we have a customer. He's a regular. He comes in all the time, like multiple times, almost once a day, really. Um I, we we've grown into a like a funny kind of joking like relationship. But when I first started, like he does not trust new people. <laughs> <laughs> he does not. He does he just doesn't. And he asked me a question when I was new about a show like he expected me to know if they were going to be continuing this show or not <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but yeah it's just like a back and forth and back and forth of him asking me the same question like five different ways and i me just saying i don't know each time <laughs> oh my gosh so is it demographics time? It is our top four cities. Our top four cities. Hell yeah. Amy, mm -hmm. who is our top city this week? Fishers, Indiana. Again? Yeah. Y'all the goat. Doing it. <laughs> All right. Getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's our second one. This one's new. Centennial, Colorado. Centennial, you say? Centennial. <laughs> nice word you got there, Colorado. <laughs> All right. What's our third city this week? Third city, still holding it down. Columbus, Ohio. Hey, y'all. Hey. Keep it up. Woo. All right. And then our last city this week is Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome back to the top four, guys. Gonna make me be Petey Pablo again. North Carolina. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So I have a sign off quote. Yes. In lieu of some recent really sad news. So sad. Um, I I grew up with this person as a role model. Um and a couple weeks ago he was involved in a helicopter crash. It was Kobe Bryant. But in honor of Kobe Bryant and those who lost their lives, I thought I'd do an inspirational quote from him. All right. This is uh, from a 2015 documentary, Kobe Bryant's Muse. Um, This is on making sacrifices for a dream. He says, we can all be masters at our craft, but you have to make a choice. What I mean by that is there are inherent sacrifices that come along with that. Family time, hanging out with friends, being a great friend, being a great son, nephew, whatever the case may be. There are sacrifices that will come along with making that decision. I know. Not to hurt your guys' hearts on the way out. Rest in peace, Kobe, and everyone else that lost their lives that day. Lexi making us leave on a sad note. I know. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I loved Kobe. Yeah. Also, never stop shouting his name when you shoot for that trash bin. Kobe. Keep Kobe alive in our hearts, you yeah. guys. Kobe will always be alive in our hearts. Fuck yeah, I will. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Catch you later. Bye. <laughs> Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Cast episode.